Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here again in your sweet little ears with some sexually liberated, unashamed talk radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 16. This is The Parking Lots Podcast. And also in today's podcast, we've got updates on my Nashville trip. I told you that the boys and I are headed to Nashville for a couple of days. I'll give you a little update on that. I'll talk about that's going to lead me. That has already led me to make horrible, horrible jokes and made cringeworthy jokes about Roadhead. And no, I will not be offering Roadhead to my boys. No, that's, uh, I may be in the South, but no. Uh, But I will talk about Roadhead in the olden days. Ah, that sounds like a Mama J story, maybe. Today's going to be chock full of Mama J stories. This may be a long episode, I don't know. Also, in today's podcast, last time we were together, it was, uh, well, no, it was the time before last, the Cougar Tracks podcast, my dears. I gave you, inadvertently, I assure you, I did not mean to do this. I gave you some misinformation. I will correct that in today's podcast. So, yes. Are you on the edge of your seat now? Are you edging? Are you edging with me, babies? Ooh, okay. Now, I've got two, count them, two shout-outs today. The first one is going to surprise you. I've got to go in order got to go in order and uh you know the one you're expecting hasn't fed me this one this shout out uh is to jersey mike's subs it's the one on campus in knoxville the address is 2415 university commons way knoxville tennessee 37919 if you're plugging it into your gps go there they gave me some wonderful customer service absolutely wonderful uh they there was no dine-in option uh yes you had to wear a face covering that's fine i did that and i had never been in a, a jersey mike store i've had my subs delivered before but i've never been in the store so the crew there this afternoon they got my in-store cherry Yes, they did, but they were very gentle, and they were very sweet. Um, I really did. I had great customer service there, uh, and I try to give uh, give credit where credit is due, and these th- this crew of, of guys was just absolutely awesome. My sandwich was perfect. I, of course, I've never had a bad sub from Jersey Mike's, and I promise they're not even, they're not even sponsoring me, but... My sandwich was perfect, and and it was above and beyond perfect. I don't know if this is standard operating procedure. I ordered a uh, bigger sub, and I made mention of the fact that I was going to uh, make several meals out of it. It's a big sandwich, and I, I, I happen to love this sandwich, so I don't mind eating it for, you know, a snack and a meal and another snack. So the the guy cut it into quarters. Usually when you get a sub, even a bigger one, 
it's usually cut in half, but this was cut into quarters. Now, like I said, I don't know if this was standard operating procedure, but he made me feel like he was doing it specifically for me. So, you know, that's, again, that's good customer service. I had already been handing out some of my business cards, so I was thinking about it, and I told him, I said, you know, I, I just told someone that I'm taking every opportunity I can to promote my podcast, and since I'm down on campus, and I know that, uh, you know, college kids tend to want to listen to podcasts, that's who I'm, I'm targeting, I guess, is the younger generation, the people who actually want to listen to a podcast, maybe I don't know, about sexual issues and see it from a female's perspective who who's not quite girly and I don't know. So anyway, I don't know how I got off on that tangent. Lord have mercy. So I, I gave him one of my business cards and he actually said that he had, he had been talking to his girlfriend and they they had agreed that what was it he said guys have always been able to talk about sex stuff you know out loud with each other like locker room conversations kind of stuff but if women try that it is frowned upon so i i hope that we can change that and uh, he said that he and his girlfriend were going to listen to me tonight so yay I, uh, like I said, I got good service. This guy and I had a good conversation and I, I really, I'm going to go back there. So thank you guys for the great sandwich. I still have some in my fridge and thank you for popping my cherry and taking such good care of me today, babies. I appreciate that. Um, let's see. And of course the second shout out today. Yeah, you guessed it. This one is to Dave Portnoy. Now, the reason Dave Dave is first in my heart, yes, he is, but Jersey Mike's has a really good sub. <laughs> and, uh, well, Dave hasn't fed me. But, uh, no, once again, Dave Portnoy stands up for the little guys, the average guy, the since I watched Dodgeball earlier this week, the average Joe. Dave is our fucking hero, I'm telling you. He did an interview with, and it was on Twitter, it was on all of, uh, all of his feeds. It was on, I watched it on Twitter. It was with Robin Hood's CEO, Vlad. In this fangirl's humble opinion, Dave Portnoy definitely kicked ass verbally he he won that uh if you want to call it a debate if you want to call it a fact presentation you know a, a, an interview whatever you want to call it i i think the uh, round went to dave and if you haven't seen it you should find the video on youtube it's and it you know it's everywhere and um dave by the way speaking of your uh, um interview with vlad I have to say, personally, I loved what you did on the whiteboard behind you. You uh, had written on it, Save Small Business. So I, I fucking love that about you, dude. Thank you for standing up for us average peeps. And like I've said, people, this is Dave Portnoy's sexiest quality is his fucking integrity. God, I love it. Dave, 
My boys and I are going to Nashville. With or without you, we are going to have a blast, but meet us there. You would be an absolute welcome addition. And I, I think that uh, we could probably keep it real. I think we could and not get too... Uh, we worship the ground you walk on kind of thing. And I promise, I promise to be on my best behavior. And I will keep my nibbling of you under control unless you give me the green light which i i think we could have fun but anyway um i promise to be on my best behavior and you may or may not be required to be on my catchphrase team i don't know what we we always pair pair everybody up into teams so you may or may not end up on my team i don't know but bring your vocabulary and bring your competitiveness DM me for my number, cutie, and we will all have a ball in Nashville. So, Nashville, my babies. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Or, as we say in East Tennessee, Nashville. It's, it's Vol, Nashville. So, <laughs> Knoxville, Nashville. Yes, those, uh, those are real pronunciations, I promise. Um, sometimes my inner Yankee comes out and I do say Nashville or Knoxville and people frown at me and, and then, you know, I'll relax my guard and say vul again. Anyway, don't you just love hearing the, uh, the dissection of Southern grammar? Okay. (laughs) One of our, one of our inner circle is having a birthday and I don't know when this evolved in life. This was certainly after my 25th birthday, after my 30th, after my 40th, um, even after my 50th. People take trips now on their birthdays. I think this is a fantastic idea. It's not just a birthday party. And you can make it a trip to anywhere. You really can. So it it just depends on what your friends want to pay to be around you on your birthday. But uh, our our birthday boy had decided that we threw the idea of Nashville on the table, and he just grabbed that. Nashville is is a fun city, and we have several friend groups out in Nashville. And I had thought originally that it was going to be two friend groups that we were going to be interacting with. Turns out, I think it's going to be three. So this is going to be a very, very, very fun birthday weekend. It's going to be a, a very fun celebration. And uh, birthday boy, he has decided he is in the mood for some Italian cuisine. And he wants one of these nice little uh, a hometown place. He doesn't want like Olive Garden or, or anything like that. He wants a, a hometown little, what my dad used to call a hole in the wall. And that's usually where you get the best food. But he wants a hole-in-the-wall, hometown, Italian birthday dinner. So I will keep you guys posted on where we went and how good it was and, and what everybody got. And usually when we go out as a big group, we will sample one another's foods. And usually we sample one another's desserts too, because it's a birthday. This is a, we don't get together like this very often. So when I say usually, it's not like once a week. It's uh, this, a group of this size of this many of us have never gotten together before. So this is going to be fun. 
And uh, the birthday boy has also decided that he wants to go to a particular bar while we are in the Nashville area. It is in downtown Nashville, from what I understand. See, there I go, Nashville. My friends would just frown at me. Jame, 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 Jame. Yes, but uh, he wants to go to a bar in downtown Nashville, and we're planning on hitting it. I, I don't know which night he wants to go, so I'm sure that that's going to affect, you know, whether it's standing room only or, or whatever. So I will let you know. If any of you in the Nashville area are out and about this weekend and you're in downtown Nashville and you see a group of people in their late 20s, a pretty large group, and they're there with a short, round, middle-aged woman who is laughing her huge badonkadonk off, most likely, join us. Absolutely join us. And we are going to be doing a lot of a lot a lot of drinking I promise so join us or at least stop by and say hey mama J and uh, say hey to mama J and the boys I'll introduce you but uh, yeah since I am going out to Nashville with the boys um, no there there won't be any roadhead and uh, that's that's fine that's that's fine with me um, I think I mentioned that before. Like I said, I'm in the South, but I'm not that far South. <laughs> I'm not sure how far South that is exactly. Uh, now, I will say that I have, I have fond, fond, fond memories of Roadhead with my college boyfriend. He, uh, yes, Mama J, story time. Cue those, uh, those wavy lines and doodly music doodly 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 he had a 1975 k5 blazer it was a chevy and in between the driver and the passenger seat where there would be a console in today's vehicles there was nothing the 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 seats i don't even remember the seats having armrests if they did they were the kind that dropped down and we always left them down because why? Well, this was, you've got to remember, this was before seatbelt laws, babies. This was before seatbelt laws, before her airbags. <laughs> um, when he and I would be uh, driving around our little college town that we lived in during the college part of the year, I was often on my knees, ass in the air, giving him head while we were driving around that little town. And more often than not, he would be, you know, feeling my pussy up while I was doing that. <laughs> he had my pussy in one hand, my mouth on his dick, the wheel in the other hand, and oh, by the way, a joint too. <laughs> Those were the days, my friend. And you know, that is probably my biggest, maybe even my only complaint about modern vehicles. They are they are wonderful, they're plush, they're safe, but boy, they are unconducive to roadhead. Or even parking lot head. I okay, cue the wavy lines again. Um, I have a parking lot head story for you. <laughs> um, let's see. 
It was several years ago, and I had had a very, uh, very sad weekend. I'm not going to go into detail, but it was just a sad weekend. And I was on a website that is no longer in existence. Doesn't exist. It's dead. It's gone. It's forgotten. Uh, but I was on a website back then that was, I guess, kind of, kind of similar to Twitter. And I was talking, well, talking, whatever, like you were tweeting, like you'd be tweeting. Uh, but I was talking to this person and they were being very kind to me about the lousy weekend that I'd had and wanted to know if I wanted to meet for a drink. And I had been at work all day and I was sweaty and I was gross because it was the middle of summer, but I was so blah and so down by the time I got off work that yeah, a drink sounded really good. So I let this person know that yes, I wanted to meet for a drink, where would he like to meet? And he gave me the name of a place, so I went there. I mean, it's a public place, right? It's it's a bar, and I, I parked and I walked in, and there were a lot of people there. It was, uh, I guess it was somewhere between 5 and 6 in the afternoon, and you know how at a bar you get finger foods and... Um, but yeah, a lot of people were having their after work drinks and some bar food and there was there was pool and darts to be had and and things like that. And uh, my my female best M and I were texting and she ended up calling me because <laughs> she was I can't remember. She she had not had a good weekend either. So I was on the phone with my best friend for about 20 minutes while I was sitting in this booth in the bar. And we finally got to a point where she was in a, in a happier place, I guess. As was I. I mean, talking to her almost always really lifts my spirits and, and just puts me in such a joyful frame of mind that, you know, hopefully I have the same effect on her. I, I certainly hope so. But we finally got off the phone, and after I got off the phone, and the waitress had been really good about uh, refilling my, my beverage while I was on the phone. She was very unobtrusive, and, and I appreciate that. But after I got off the phone, this young man approached me and asked me if I was who I was, and I said yes, and I asked if he was who he was, and he said yes. And so he sat down, and we talked. Now, here's where my friends tell me. <laughs> they tell me that I'm just over the top. And uh, maybe you'll appreciate that about me. I don't know. Maybe there will be name-calling aplenty, but that's okay. I've probably been called worse. So this nice young man, we were sitting there talking, and he was—he genuinely was was uh, asking about the lousy weekend I'd had, and if I was feeling better. And and I said, yeah. I said that was my best friend, and we talked for a few minutes. And and he said, yeah, I noticed that. He said I was standing over there, and I was waiting for you to get off the phone. And I said, well, thank you. I, I greatly appreciate that. I said. Uh, you know, she realized that she was keeping me from a uh, date, 
and she felt really bad and I told her that she shouldn't feel bad because I'm her best friend and so on and so forth and and he was fine with that and so everybody was fine everybody was happy and this sweet kind wonderful young man who was at the time how much older am I than him I think I was about 25 years older than him and because I did get his age I always get their ages babies I always get their ages and I have checked ID before yeah you gotta be careful you just do I don't know of any underage kids that want to want to fuck their grandmothers but you know stranger things have happened <laughs> anyway so this young man asks me this question yes I've been tormenting you with this for five minutes it's how I tell a story right so he asked me what I was thinking. You should never ask Mama J what she's thinking unless you actually want to hear it. And I don't think he knew that about me, even though we had been conversing, like I said, on this Twitter-like website. Uh, but even though we had been conversing that way, he just hadn't gotten that hint about me so when he asked me what I was thinking I looked him right in the eye and I said I'm thinking that I'd like to gobble you up and slurp you down and he he asked me if I was serious and I said oh my god yes he said okay let's go so we paid our tabs and we left he asked me what did it mean that uh, I wanted to gobble him up and slurp him down? He said, does that mean what I think it means? And I, I told him, I said, oh my God, are you kidding? We decided that we were going to have a, uh, a blowjob session. And... We decided where we were going to do this. We were going to do this in my vehicle. So we went to an adjacent parking lot of an adjacent parking lot, which was uh, very deserted. And I was backing my car into the parking space. And I was so excited that I wasn't paying attention in my rearview mirrors. If I had been paying attention, I would have seen the little utility pole that I backed into and dented my fender with. Yeah, on the passenger side, I did that. And I got out and I looked at it, and he got out and he looked at it. He got out of his car, and he said, uh, do you want to call the insurance company or do anything about that? I said, no, absolutely not. Let's do what we came here to do. <laughs> so, uh, we did. We got in my car, which was a different car than I drive now, and um, that was my mom car. So we got, and it, yeah, it had third row seating. So yeah, that was my mom mobile, my cougar car. So he got in and he crawled all the way back to the third row. Well, I crawled in after him and I proceeded to gobble him down. Oh my God, he had a beautiful, beautiful cock. He really did, and yes, baby, I swallowed it all down. It was so good. It was so good. 
So then, then he decided he wanted to try me on for size. Well, that's where I had to draw the line. I used to fuck in the cars, you know, all the time back in the day, back in college, you know, when I was doing all the roadhead and, and everything else. But I'm old, I'm fat, and I'm arthritic. Just car sex is very, 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 uh, tricky for me. It's not impossible, but it's tricky. So we decided we were going to go to a real, you know, cheap, sleazy motel. And we did. And oh my god, he came two more times. It was absolutely phenomenal sex. It was phenomenal sex. And um, like I said, he came two more times. He was very, very happy. He left a very happy, happy man. And I left a very happy woman. So that was nice. That's my parking lot head story. <laughs> One of them. Honey, I've given more parking lot head than I, I can shake a stick at or shake a dick at. <laughs> and, okay, speaking of parking lots... This brings me to the cougar correction, babies. Now, I had forgotten this until today. Now, why did I remember it today? Well, I uh, purchased a, uh, a small amount of weed today. And it reminded me of, uh, for some reason, there. it reminded me of this other purchase that I made about a year and a half ago it was not from the same person at all this was a very today's today's drug dealer was a nice young man <laughs> so okay cue the wavy lines and the cheesy flashback music one more time doodly 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 okay i was back a year and a half ago i was meeting with a young man who was uh, providing me some let's call them party favors now, he had sold me stuff before, and we had flirted very, very heavily, but, okay, I knew there was no way he was serious, because he had a girlfriend, oh my god, she was a complete smoke show, and I, I had met her, she was, she was really, 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 really a smoke, I, I mean, hot, and on my side, I flirt really hard with just about everybody, <laughs> even babies and puppies, probably babies and puppies the most, actually. It's just flirting is who I am. So he wasn't serious, and neither was I, really, because it's just part of who I am. So anyway, that's just some background about me and my previous drug dealer. So we had arranged this one time for our, our exchange. We were going to meet in this parking lot. And so we did. And he, uh, he got in my car, which is what he always did. He, uh, he was very nice and, and got in my car. He brought everything to me. It was always very polite. <laughs> A very polite young man. Very polite drug dealer. So I gave him the money. And I asked him to go ahead and please count it and make sure I gave him the right amount while I, you know, secured my merchandise. And I was having a problem making everything go into my purse. 
It was, I had a very small purse at the time, and I had placed a very large order, shall we say. So I heard him tell me everything was fine, that he'd counted the money and, you know, put it away. And and I said something. I, I don't remember what it was. And I finally got my purse closed, and I looked over at him. He's sitting there in the passenger seat looking at me, and he had his cock out. And it was impressive. It was nice and hard. And it, it was just, you know, kind of waving at me. And it looked so yummy. And I said something stupid like, you know, I like fluttered my eyelashes like some heroine in a black and white film. A silent film. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. And I, I fluttered my eyelashes and I'm like, is that all for me? That was kind of a stupid thing to say. And... That's just part of who I am, too, along with the flirting. But then I went into action. Then I went ahead and I licked my thumb and I swirled it through the pre-cum that was leaking out of the tip. But there was no way. We were in my car, dude. We were in my new car, the car that I drive now. There was no way... No way could I bend over the console with my arthritis and my fibromyalgia. No way could I give him a blowjob in the front seat. That couldn't happen. So, what did your dear Mama J do? I invited him into the back seat is what I did. Now, that was not for a blowjob, my dears. That was not for a blowjob. He must have been a contortionist because I put myself the in the only position that I could (laughs) and I just hoped he could put his dick in the right spot that was it and uh, we did manage to have a satisfactory fuck in my car my car lost her cherry back then yes she did of course I told the boys all about it I told them all about it they thought this was absolutely hilarious So we are all, all of us are big, huge fans of Seinfeld. And even some, they sometimes call me Elaine, but without the filter. I prefer to think of myself as Elaine, the movie version. (laughs) They call this my he took it out story. And if you are wondering, it is Seinfeld Season 5, Episode 16, like this one. That's no coincidence. And it's called The Stand-In. Okay. And by the way, just so you know, uh, my, uh, my friendly fuckable drug dealer, he had broken up with his girlfriend, so I, I'm not a homewrecker. Anyway, so are you ready for that correction? This guy... My, my sweet little fuckable drug dealer was, at the time I fucked him, he was 32 years younger than me. The boys, my boys, my lovely, lovely boys, have pointed out to me that there is a cougar formula. The formula, and I've got it written here in my notes, I'm going to read this whole thing to you. The formula to determine whether or not you're a cougar is to divide my age at the time of coitus, divide that by two, okay, so divide my age by two, and add seven. So I was 53 at the time, we're going to divide it by two, that equals 26 and a half. 
Okay, so then we're going to add the 7, which comes to 33 and a half. So 33 and a half would be the maximum age for my cougar toy. <laughs> if I fuck anybody older than that, I'm not a cougar. I'm just a, you know, whatever, just, just a slut. But if I fuck somebody 33 and a half or younger, this was at 53. So that would be 35 and a half right now. So if you are 35 and a half or younger and you would like to sleep with a cougar or fuck a cougar, uh, I snore in case you're wondering. You may not want to sleep with me. But yeah, if you want to fuck a cougar, DM me. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> no, parking lot dude, What my, my sweet little fuckable drug dealer, parking lot dude was my actual proudest cougar moment. And I, I uh, if I remember correctly, I also got some great party favors. Uh, and yeah, he was, he was certainly a full service provider, you could say. <laughs> but sadly, we fell out of contact. And this does make me sad because I'm a very selfish, selfish person. Primarily, I'm sad. Yeah, I miss him. We goofed around and yeah, we had sex that one time. But nobody takes me seriously. He took me seriously whenever I would ask him about, like, you know, weed or molly or shrooms or, or whatever. He took me seriously. But nobody else does. You know why? I look like a hippie version of Mrs. Claus. Or there are, there are three people. If you throw them into a blender, I think you come up with me. So we've got a hippie version of Mrs. Claus... Aunt B on Andy Griffith, and I have also been, much to my delight, I have been compared to Penelope Garcia from uh, Criminal Minds. I adore her. She's, she's wonderful. And as wonderful as that is, and you know, the Mrs. Claus and even Aunt B, Aunt B was wonderful. You know, as wonderful as all that is to kind of look like these people, Nobody wants to sell party favors to these folks. Uh, most people do, however, believe that I do smoke weed. And it's probably because I smell like weed all the time. <laughs> my soul probably smells like weed, my babies. So feel free to give your plugs my contact info if you're within about a two-hour drive from the Knoxville, Tennessee area, I'm serious. Give your plug my contact info, and I'm going to tell you how to get that because the time has come, my babies. It's time to wrap things up. Are you ready for that info? <laughs> Don't forget to give it to your plugs. Okay, my website is slutradio.fun. Be sure and look for me on FullSwapRadio.com. That's F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O dot com. My email is SlutRadio69 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at SlutRadio1, the number one. My Instagram is Slut underscore Radio. 
My Snapchat is Slut Radio, and I was so excited. Somebody new added me today. Woohoo! Yes, I hope it was one of the people from Jersey Mike's. It was great. Um, my Facebook, it's not going to be back for a little while. I will let you know when it's back, I promise. My Patreon has five levels to choose from, so go pick the one that calls out to you, and if there is something that you would like to see me offer that maybe I don't have, get in touch with me. Ask. It can't hurt to ask. All I can do is say no, right? So, tune back in and listen to me again on Tuesday. I will update you on all of our Nashville fun. I will see you then, my babies. Bye-bye.